Why are you rubbing your nipples now? <laughs> Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. What's up? Not much, man. Not much is going on in the world. It's pretty quiet. Yeah, the world's boring, man. I wish we had, like, ever since COVID happened, nothing happens no more. Yeah, no, everybody's just... got docile and quiet. Everybody's just self-isolating uh, and they forgot how to like communicate with one another. They're just reaching out over podcasts, too afraid to meet in person. Yeah. A is lot that, of is, times, man. Is that what's going on, boys? Are we ever going to meet up or what? I mean... Do we, do we need to? I mean, You know how great. complicated this would be in person? At this time, like setting up a desk with all the mics and running all the cables. and I don't got to do none of that. I'm loving this. Everyone plugs it in. You're, joins you're, Discord made, for, you're made for the, what's it, the metaverse. That's what Shindo's made for. The metaverse? Yo, metaverse. okay, so let's just get right to the metaverse right now. I'm going to skip all the banter. The metaverse is bullshit. Oh, no, no foreplay, straight in. No, yeah, let's just get big bang, get the job done type thing. Um, the metaverse, bullshit. I've tried understanding it so many times. It's literally like back in our day, there was a thing, thing called uh, Second Life. I think Second Life's still a thing. And it's just like this giant chat portal where people went and they kind of lived their second life. They picked their avatar, their character, gave them. I remember uh, The Office, Dwight had a whole thing on how in Second Life, he's a paper salesman also. Because he's <laughs> like, I live the best life right now. Um, but the fact uh, that we're trying sure. so hard to like sell us this whole concept of the metaverse. And then the other day I was watching uh, GTA 5, which is still really popping the game that's gone on for almost six, seven years itself. And right now, one of the big things for GTA is called GTA Roleplay. So people have modded GTA, you go in, you pick like a career, like a character, and you play as that character in the GTA 5 world with like other people online. So people are like, I'm going to be a nurse. And then when someone gets injured, they bring them to the hospital and you're the nurse. Or some people are like, I'm the gangster. And then they're going around committing crimes, trying not to, trying not to get caught. But oh, yeah. GTA 5... Huh? Wait, going back to metaverse, doesn't it have like legit like real world applications? Like uh, you're going through Walmart, you put your Google glasses on, and you see prices and things, promotions hovering around you. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like metaverse. GTA is already doing the metaverse in many ways. Yeah, I, like, I mean, it's just, just a, a. I mean, now you can buy like real estate and you can do all this other stuff with the metaverse, so it's kind of like. I think they're just. They more just modifiable? That is that a way? Could you say that? It's more commodifiable? Yeah. Like I don't commodifiable. Know, word, but... I don't know. There's just so but... many questions about like the purpose and thing worth of it that I'm kind I of think thinking, it, I just, thinking. I just think it's funny how most of the population doesn't know how to live in the real world, and now we're getting so and now we're getting about a virtual, a virtual world. one. Yeah. yeah, it's the wildest thing. I think companies realize how big and easy you can scale inside the metaverses. So is that why the know. share price tanked so low? No, they the share price was related to like Facebook released their numbers. Oh, and earnings. for the yeah, first time in North America, no, not earnings, engagement. For the first time ever, uh, Facebook's like lost and gone backwards in terms of new users. Zuckerberg lost the most amount of um, net worth that any anyone's ever lost in one day. It's like 30 yeah, million or something. Crazy. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like something crazy, yeah. 
I mean, it dropped 30%, which isn't weird for a stock, but because of how high and what he was worth, that percentage to him was like this huge, crazy value. So, yeah, I don't, I've never deleted my Facebook just because I have all these pictures from there. Yeah, no, I keep my Facebook active. My Facebook, one, it's the way I keep track of my parents and stuff, and they keep track of me. <laughs> You're not on Instagram? No, they haven't the jumped old, on Instagram. The parents, parents go hard on that Facebook, man. Parents are about friend. that Facebook. They're all life. on. They're all on Instagram now. What are you guys talking about? No, none of my know, relatives my are on Instagram. They're all yeah. Facebook. Really, your parents are on Instagram. You're, you guys are ahead of the curb. No, not mine. Yeah. That's Ranjit. No, Ranjit's, 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 yeah. Ranjit's always ahead, right? That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> all, like, all my chachetai, they're all on it, man. All my puas. Really, that's wild. We're all Facebook, but because everything I post to Facebook or Instagram gets cross-posted to Facebook. I, I, I don't really accept little... them though. I don't accept them. And not because they're my relatives, but I have this rule where if you have zero posts, I will not accept you. I kind of do the same thing. I want to keep my ratio intact. I don't care about the ratio. I just, I don't, ratio. I, I don't if you're care. Not active on the, if you're not active, I'm not following you. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to add accounts that are just there to creep on everyone. Like not that your relatives are creep, but like they need to engage. But how many, yeah. They need how, to put something what, back up. But what proportion of your uh, Instagram, the people you follow, are actually putting stuff up? Like it's the same, Most maybe twenty percent. I, I also do the thing where I don't follow. I unfollow people if they post too much. So if people were doing like more than three posts a day, it's an automatic yeah. unfollow. I'm like, yo, you're littering the feed. I can't. I don't want to keep scrolling through you. You can hide the feed. I've done that. Yeah. I I learned about the mute hey, feature, so I started using the mute feature. Who knows how to do the internet thing, eh? That's why I don't see any. Ra- that's why I don't see anything that Randy does. It's just, you know, <laughs> so that explains why Robbie hasn't looked at any of my photos. <laughs> but yeah, the metaverse thing. I just I think this is the one boomer level thing where I'm just like, I don't get it. Okay, would you? I would think, you buy? Would you buy real estate though? Nope. In the metaverse, someone's asked me. They're like, Yo, I'm gonna buy real estate in the metaverse just so that you know, in case it does pop off, I'll be protected. I'm like, honestly, I'd rather just spend a hundred bucks on a video game or something. I ain't got time. Do you own NFTs? Do I own, I have an NFT. I made an NFT. Do I own any? Did you sell it? Did you you buy any? I I listed it. I don't think anyone bought it. I kind of, I thought my NFT was pretty cool, man. But then I, I mean, I didn't really promote it. NFTs, there's a whole thing on how you got to promote them, what they got to be worth. My whole thing was an NFT should, or like I held a Halo tournament a while ago. So my whole thing with NFTs was, was I'll give every one on the winning team, a copy of their NFT because it's kind of like, here's your trophy. And in concept, that's cool because now some big esport organization is doing the same thing. So I was like, yes, I was ahead of the curve. I saw something that worked out. The only problem was to send that NFT to each person was going to cost me like 56 bucks in like gas fees. I'm like, look. Well, you can change. Isn't Solana and all that? That's the reason why they do so well. It's so cheap now. Yeah, yeah. so they all do well. Exactly. But I don't uh, think Raji has any idea what I'm talking about. And I no, feel but so like happy. Ethereum, well, the OpenSea was one was the only one that allowed for OpenSea, like yeah. animated gifts. They were the only one that supported animated gifts at the time, and I didn't well, want to go to the trouble of like minting it on my own. So I was like, you know what? GameStop's, GameStop's actually getting into that now too. So oh, really? everyone wants NFT. to be an OpenSea broker, NFT yeah. broker. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of on the like the current iteration of NFTs is kind of stupid and useless, and it's it requires money. like a metaverse. Yeah, it requires like a metaverse type application to really justify owning them because that's Unless where you can ga- kind of no. Flex but it. I can see, I, but I can see like in gaming, right? Like 
you know, you're playing uh, Call of Duty and, and, and you get awarded an NF- NFT that's unique to you. And yeah, <clears throat> you hold and like you Fortnite skins. And, yeah. yeah. No, it right. makes sense for like Fortnite skins or like uh, CSGO. Like CSGO has this huge thing where people are buying and selling CSGO gun skins for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. What? Already. Yeah. Because they'll have rare skins, right? Um, and people are like, yo, I want that rare skin. And if you're rich, you know, and ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars is whatever. You'll just grab that skin, and you'll kind of flex the people know that you know, guys rocking that, the. That's essentially what an NFT is, then, right? Hundred percent. But it's yeah. in CS:GO, it's like within the game, and the game Steam kind of controls it. Whereas an NFT would be outside of the game, and you could create it outside, and on more of an open market. Uh, yeah. But yeah, games are definitely trying to get into it, it more. And gamers hate them. Gamers are like this is gonna break games worse than uh, microtransactions did, which I don't truly see. You know where it's really gonna screw people over though? Profile pics. Yeah, everyone's getting into a monkey now, right? With the uh, NFTs. Not even. Well, not even the monkey thing. So like, uh, right now you create an account on any platform, and you can pick your uh, profile pic. It's upload your profile pic, whatever it. It's yeah. there, right? Yeah. What happens when so like Twitter is exploring NFT profile pics and stuff? What happens when they say, you know what, to get a profile pic, you need to supply an NFT address. So it has to be a pic that you paid for. To How be about a pic that there. you created yourself? But you would still need to like pay for it on, you have to like register it in the blockchain. So there would still be some sort of cost associated with that, right? Yeah, but I mean, then they would lose subscribership and that's Twitter's free, isn't it? That, isn't that the, um... No, I mean, for now it is, but I can see future platforms opting out of not allowing users to upload their user image and saying not that they have to buy that platform's NFT, but that you have to have like an NFT or a, your wallet address connected to your account. That's fine. I'll be the little under like design or whatever you are on Twitter <laughs> when you're first on it. This is an interesting thing. Yeah, look, school, yeah. One of the, yeah. But I could definitely see things moving towards that direction where they're going to start forcing, not forcing you, but companies are going to be like, yeah, let's just use uh, their NFT thing because it'll well, remove that level I'm of technology to, we got to put on us. I'm about to and, start a protest because they're coercing me into buying something and getting something. <laughs> it's just an interesting old thing because, like, once you give have to like supply an actual address and a wallet with funds in it, you kind of give up a big, a reveal a portion of your identity, even though you can like pseudonymize it and all that kind of stuff. A lot of people are just like, well, this is the one I bought. This NFT it? on what? Pseudonym. I don't know how to say the word, man. Uh, I just when you're trying to it's weird. My mind is somewhere and else. Look, there's <laughs> certain words in the English language I just struggle with. Pseudonymize. <laughs> I'm not trying to say what. <laughs> Wait, start it out. Sodomize. Yes. Yeah, I, I think sodomize. you mean sodomize. <laughs> is that what you're saying, Chinda? No. So you have a pseudonym. You know what a pseudonym is? I'm saying that word correctly. So not sodomized. Let's just make that clear. No. Pseudonym. No one's sodomizing anybody here. Yeah, so we understand what pseudonym is. I can say pseudonym. But pseudonym completely. I'm, look, he's taking the moral st- high ground here. Listen, let me just try to get this word out. Hold on. I'm gonna paste this word. You guys say it. Let me see your, let me hear you read you guys read this word. I don't know how to it's a pseudonym. This is a pseudonym pseudonym eyes. But that's not how you say it. Come on. I don't think that's a word. That is a word. Pseudonym is a word. Yeah, and pseudonymize is a word too. T 
to come on, try and see it. I just keep saying sodomize when I see that. Play the fit. Robbie, come on, you gotta try it. I, I, I don't even know how to get to the notes, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> Boomer. I, I, I got He's the like, video going, man. It's a we need today to have like uh, air horns, beep, beep, boom, boomer. <laughs> Whenever Robbie did something boomerish. Do you, feel, I mean, do you guys, feel, do you guys feel your age? Uh, you feel your age sometimes. Person? My watch says I'm mean? younger. My vitality, my vitality age is much younger. Physically, than I'm starting to feel it. My knees and stuff hurt. Yo, COVID honestly, made, COVID made me feel old. Like I, ever since I got it, man, now I'm feeling like I feel my age. I never used to think I was like older. I'm like, oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting How there. so? Like, wh- well, I just compared I, to what, my dad. Like, no, you know what? You, I like what? Da- what? What age was my dad? What was he doing at this age? And I think back, I'm like, wow, you know. You're like, <laughs> I knew him at this I age. I feel old, man. I feel old. Mm. Right. I do feel old. Not in a. I think we're in that weird transition period where if you don't keep up with technology or slang or lingo, you can get pretty lost in like a matter oh. of years. Right. Oh, th- this happened to me the other day. Do you guys know what a word cell is? Uh, no, I, I feel like I just read about it somewhere. Yeah, I just came across it this week. Word what cell and rotator. Nope. Oh, you posted that. that. I don't know what that is, but word cell, I just read about it. Like, a little Explanation, while ago. though. What is it? Well, now that you ask me and I realize that I can't really coherently explain it, it's basically someone who is better with words than science. Oh. Like a wordsmith? Kind of like a wordsmith, but word cell is more of an insult. Like, oh, he's a word cell. Like, it's not a compliment when someone calls you a word cell. It's like, oh, he's just very he just word cell smart. urban dictionary. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm reverting to using urban dictionary to uh, really help me out here. Word cell. Oh, I think urban I, that's dictionary. a boomer move, urban dictionary, isn't it? Like, you got to revert to boomer. Like, that, that's off. a boomer move. What, going uh, to urban dictionary? Urban Dictionary, nah, yeah, 100%. I think Urban Dictionary is still pretty legit. Is it relevant? So Urban yeah. Dictionary defines word style as someone who has who is good with words, people with high verbal ability, and a rotator is basically someone who's more scientifically inclined or uh, mathematically inclined. I feel old now after hearing these stupid words. <laughs> and I was like, this is a weird... I think they're yeah, stupid. They're pretty dumb. But... <laughs> I remember coming across and I was like, hey, I guess I'm now, do I got to add it to my Twitter bio? Like he, him slash shape rotator. Like, is that the new thing that people do with that? I have no idea. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But to Robbie's point, I, I don't think I feel older, but I think older now in the sense that I used to think if people had differing opinions that I should try to learn from them. Um, now, I think you have a different opinion. I have a different opinion, and yours is stupid. So, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're saying you're less open to ulterior alternative ideas? I mean, oh, no, I will. I I still have the ability to put myself in somebody else's shoes, understand their argument. But if I don't feel it's right, I'll still just think it's stupid and think you're stupid. Hold on, should be the opposite as you age? I'm much no, more accepting I- of. I think I'm much more accepting of people not agreeing with me. You know, when someone didn't agree with you, you you would fight that to the end, right? Yeah, I'm I'm okay okay with them not agreeing. with people not agreeing with me, yes. That's a new one for me, so. Okay, so I guess I'm the opposite. No, maybe I think I'm the same then. Because if someone disagrees with me, I'm like, Jello, you have every right to that, but you're also a fudu for thinking that. Yes. (laughs) Fudu for thinking that way. Right? And there's so many people in my, like, timeline and in my world where I'm just kind of like, 
see something, I'm like, yeah, but I enjoy telling them now. <laughs> but I don't really tell anyone. I'm just like, I just <laughs> nod my head at it. I'm like, huh. It's like an internal thing. Sometimes I want to verbalize it, but I'm like, I don't want to explain why I think you're a fudu. And then I've also accepted that many people probably think I'm a fudu. So that's where I rationalize it is I'm probably a fudu to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I am probably too, but who gives a shit? And that's why we get along. Three yeah. fudus and a mic. <laughs> new name. New name for the pod. New name. <laughs> I remember uh, being told the, that fudu was like a super derogatory. No, no. <laughs> gotta be careful man you never know what tr- what trouble we're gonna get into but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. like talking to, like on the whole thing of people disagreeing with you joe rogan kind of got in big controversy over this this week he issued an apology uh spotify had a few artists pissed off at him saying pick us or joe rogan they picked joe rogan obviously neil young there was like two other artists they said well we're done we're out uh nope. they got off the platform got their catalog off the platform joe yeah. rogan's whole thing in his apology video was uh listen i'm not trying to offend anyone i'm not trying to do things i'm just trying to speak with people of you know high high popularity who have differing opinions because i want to hear hear them out and you know really engage with what people have to say that way we can all learn from each other and i don't want just the same old people i'm looking for people who might disagree with the status quo um and he's like i'm not trying to offend you i love all these artists and stuff. I'm not trying to be a shit's disturber. And for the most part, it was a pretty decent, honorable type thing. Cause you know, who doesn't want to be open-minded and talk to people of different opinions, even if we think they're for those, but, uh, do you think, do you think, like, do you think Spotify, uh, made him do that? And I'm, I'm asking this because when we ended the show last week, uh, we, we touched on this very lightly and, you guys said, don't worry, you won't ever get canceled because look at what uh, Joe Rogan did and Spotify didn't cancel him. So I'm asking you now, now a week later, do you think Spotify told him he had to do that? I think Spotify suggested it, yes. Because he lost bear money. Robbie, bear did means they? a lot. I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Um, but yeah, they lost a lot of money. So, did, they, did they lose the money? I mean, to be honest. How much money did they lose? Look, I don't know most, how much they lost. Look, most of Neil, is it Neil Young, right? That's yeah, the artist. Yeah. No, most of his listeners don't have Spotify. Let's be honest. Um, you know, so a lot of the, and, and Jody Mitchell, I think, was the other one. Uh, but it's it's setting a precedence. If more and more artists are speaking up, then yes, it can be a huge loss protest, of revenue from that protest perspective. Ex- wallet, protest, yeah. fair enough. But uh, I think with Joe Rogan, what he what he sometimes fails to realize is that, yes, I think his intention is to, when he does speak, is just to have conversations. But with any kind of um, platform or followers, you know, the amount of followers he has, he has the ability to sway their thoughts. And um, a lot of his listeners really, really kind of dive into it. Like, he has Alex Jones on, right? And, And that guy is just out in, in outer space but he'll say things that some of that listenership will agree to like the sandy and, hook thing yeah like it's like why even give that guy even more of a platform but joe rogan's like oh he's my friend so you're yeah. really not, and he's like look know, man I, I remember with the alex jones in particular he was kind of like well i'm just putting him on so you guys could realize how cookie and how much he doesn't even consider him how seriously he doesn't take himself i mean and <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong it's like you know when you see 
you know, people trying to give a financial advice will say, oh, this is not real financial advice or, uh, you yeah. know, the views expressed by blah, blah, blah. Don't express the express views of this company. He doesn't have to do that. And the podcast is a space where no one really does that. So um, if you see what will happen to Whoopi Goldberg this week, you know. No, I don't know uh, what happened. Well, she said uh, she said the Holocaust uh, was not about race, and she's been suspended for two weeks for saying that. But like a something like that, you your words do matter, or what you speak about mm-hmm. does matter, especially if your platform is there. So he's on this major platform. Uh, that's why I think it was is it two hundred doctors that wrote a letter against him, or there's some. Look, there's he has not... people. He has people taking like horse tranquilizer and shit like that, right? So yeah. What he says matters. I mean, everybody thinks ivermectin is like a cure. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, we have uh, to look. Look at Trump. He's the greatest example of saying a few things and people just digesting yeah, people it and, and drinking, running with it. Well, yeah. What was it? Purell? No, uh, what was something silly? He yeah, bleach, something, bleach. something bleach, 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 bleach. Yeah, people th- drinking bleach, thinking, and they're like, "Why don't we have peer-reviewed journals on people drinking bleach?" The medical community is trying to suppress this. Magical antidote. It's a cheap solution that we can get at Walmart and cure yeah. the whole world. And I think I think a Joe, people think Joe Rogan's a dumb guy. He's not dumb. He's an extremely no. intelligent person. You know, his capacity for memory or to discuss a topic, he, he's very intelligent. So he knows what he's doing. You know, he, he, he might have apologized, but he, he got paid. Apologies so much as uh, I'm going to try doing better. Like, I'm going to try bringing in more sides around an argument, not just, you know, what... But he, He's like, I'll try to bring in both sides of like, and, uh, and that's fair. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yo, if yeah. I if I know I'm putting up something that's really controversial, then I'll get hosts from or, yeah, I'll sides. bring in from, yeah. or yeah. guests from both sides, right? So that that's, that's cool. one of the that's one of the criticisms I actually read about, and they're like, look, him having one of the doctors on who researched uh, COVID or whatever, it was cool, cool that he had him. We appreciate that, you know, that that conversation should be had. It's noted that that doctor is really published and he's renowned in the space, but they're like, Joe Rogan went so light on some of that guy's statements and critiques that it comes across as, yo, these facts are unchallenged or whatever. And he's like, it makes what that guy's saying so much more uh, impactful than it needs to be because someone's not challenging certain aspects of it. And they're like, Joe Rogan isn't always that guy to be challenging these people. I mean, because he doesn't know enough to challenge them. And that's the thing. He doesn't, he kind of doesn't have a, a line which he doesn't cross in terms of his topics, right? Like he'll just yeah. like why is why are we giving health advice on, on Joe Rogan podcast? That's well, the whole I think argument, that was, right. That was that's Bill the whole Burr's, argument. Uh, people are not. Yeah, Bill Burr ripped him for that. He goes, "I'm not going to listen to a meathead <laughs> like you uh, tell me about my health." And it's the most common sense approach, but a lot of his listenership uh, isn't that smart. My, yeah. you know, people I talk to at work have told me, "Oh, Joe Rogan said this. Joe Rogan said that." I'm like, Dude. "Wow." You know, people come to like he got the, he got the inventor of mRNA on his show to talk about yeah. why mRNA is bad. It's like, dude, mRNA is something that's developed by a bunch of universities over like decades. Who's the yeah. one person who found it? Yeah, but he does have that pull where people will consider him like the de facto truth on things because you know he's digging. He's always searching for the truth. He's a good interviewer. Well, that's about it. Yeah, he he, kind of- he he has like a general curiosity, and like that's uh, like a hallmark of a very, good interviewer. He's very, he's very good at what he does. That's, that's so. What I mean, I, I used to listen to Rogan a lot for a few years, and then after a while, I started really getting. He started getting really repetitive because it always came down to, "Have you tried ayahuasca?" 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. All conversations would like dwelve into like, did you ever do acid? You really need to try it. Like it, they would always dwelve into like this repetitive pattern. Yeah, he, he repeats. He that repeats after a long a time stories, became, yeah. and the stories became very repetitive. And I noticed he started cutting off a lot of people. Like he does introduce me to still a lot of people. Um, but and, and the, but the ones I enjoyed the most were his conversations with other comedians, like stories about the comedy club or him and Joey Diaz. And that's the ones yeah. I enjoyed. The ones that became really too technical. I'm like, I don't have the patience. Or, and, and those, and those are more genuine. Those are more genuine too about the comedy. But I mean, look, are we surprised? Uh, people like, uh, what was that uh, guy on? Who's the guy on Fox news? Tucker, Tucker. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Tucker. He has a huge followership. Uh, what what the Trump guys? Sean Hannity, huge, huge followership. Uh, who's a Rush Limbaugh? These guys are followed and loved, and they do the exact same thing Joe Rogan does. But I think Joe yeah. Rogan is just on a larger, larger. Uh, and he volume. gets a different audience, a younger audience. Yeah, and 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 so he's the new version of that, right? So well, I don't think he's trying to be those guys either. Like he's not trying to purposely sometimes about these things i think it's he hits it's, a lot it's not, of it's uh, not that it's if, if you insinuate you know research studies are flawed yeah yeah i mean some might be but then you kind of are now uh you know insinuating or planting the seed in in, in, a, in a young person's mind that everything is flawed uh anything mm -hmm. that comes out is wrong you know or the media is always again like it's just it's it's building a culture of mistrust and uh, yeah. that, to me, is it, it, when I watch it or hear it, and I look at these protests that are going on in, in Canada are the exact same kind of. But when uh, we talk about mistrust, right? The media definitely has a, a role in this. Yeah, like but when the CBC and like, but here's the here's the one thing, Shandon, right? Like, look, we're we're all educated, fine. I I don't think it was my university education uh, that makes me realize that the newspaper is a business. And yeah. that the newspaper is going to need viewership to uh, attain some revenue. And they get that by headlines and stories and narratives and so on and so forth. So, you know, when they go, they lie, they lie. Don't you take all news with like a grain of salt? We've talked about this. Exactly. Right? Like, we talked a, about this. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a storyline. Right? But at the you... same time, I recognize that there's a lot of people who mistrust general media, mainstream media, for lack of a they, better way they're to the describe same, it. They're the same, because they're, they're the same like, people. They're the same people who will mistrust what's right in front of them from science and go listen to a Bubba, right? Like yeah, I yeah. mean, these kind of people all the time and you're just kind of like, there's no helping you. Or, or you, they'll believe you what's that forward and yes. they, can't, they can't rely or tell you what the source is, but it makes sense with what they want to make sense. So Exactly, right? So, you know, there, there's, I always get this, oh, you know, doctors overprescribe and you guys are just part of big pharma. And I always start laughing. Oh, yeah, I don't, you're do big, not, pharma. I don't, big pharma, right? So, but it's like, well, you know, you haven't taken X, Y, Z, and the results are now that you're sick. Simple. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. I haven't done anything, right? And it's not fixing itself. So the reality is you're sick. That's the problem. And you'll get a lot of people um, who don't want to believe. One, they don't want to hear that. Who wants to hear that they're sick? Uh, two, that they have to change everything about themselves to get themselves better such as their lifestyle diet and, and third take a medication that they don't trust from a big company no you should so, tell you know, take their are you are you vedic uh, so oh that's natural that's going to help me yeah yeah you know in our yeah in our community that stems from 
we ha- and I, I, I tell this amongst friends and family, and I always talk about this. We have some weird um, cultural aspect that we need to always believe in something that doesn't exist, higher power, right? That something a human gives you that just makes sense in science and will work uh, isn't enough. There has to be a higher power involved, right? That a Baba has to bless you or this, that, or this, that. And, and, and it kind of goes into everything, man. If you try to convince someone, you know, simple, like, hey, you're diabetic. <laughs> you gotta, let's control this. It, it's a thousand excuses they send back at you. Uh, for the reason why they're diabetic or the test is wrong or, you know, the medications don't work. And it's just like, get healthy, man. It's, it's no Baba's going to help you. But then they'll fly to India and, you know, get a thousand treatments and then tell me how much better it was when you're kind of like, okay, what can you say? What do you say to that person? You know, you just hope that they're better and you try to help them on their journey. But sometimes people can't be convinced. And that's just or people want to go to something external that they're like, this is the real thing. Yeah. Cause yeah, here's like, the thing that I, with medicine that people have, I've noticed why people start distrusting regular medicine is because they don't get like the trial and error, the diagnostic phase of it. Well, right? that's what a clinical studies for, right? I mean, you so they're like, look, you're telling me to do this medicine first and it didn't work. Now you're putting me on this medicine and I'm paying this much money. They want someone to say, this is exactly what you have. Here's how you solve it. They don't and like and the, the and the reality is that's not science, right? Science is the yeah. science itself, in essence, is trial and error. Uh, medicine is trial and error. There's not a definite. Why would we need doctors no. with clinic? Why would you need a doctor with clinical judgment or a, or a, or professional um, if it was just hey, you've been diagnosed with this. This algorithm is telling you to take this medication, and you're better because yeah. there's no one answer, and you need so that on, one person on the same to, vein yeah. or thread. Uh, all this um, protesting against vaccines and whatnot, do you take it as an attack on science? Is, is that like the basis of no, it? No, no. Uh, look, I, I think I mentioned this in the first uh, one since we've been back, is that it's the misinformation. It's the way the information has been kind of, you know, if I was taking any medication, I, I wouldn't want to know what it's for. Why am I taking it? How is it going to help? What's the research? And they could they could have given all that in a more clear, concise manner and i think a lot of the thing is misinformation from everywhere not just uh third-party sources but the way the the government maybe has given it to us but yeah as as time goes on and like i said as joe rogan does plant seeds it's turned into anti-science it has turned into anti like you know uh, i'm probably off track but i was reading today in the news that they were telling the healthcare workers to not identify themselves uh, tomorrow. Yeah, in the Toronto protest. Yeah. Yeah, I was leaving yeah. downtown Toronto right now. It's barricaded. When I came left yeah, so because they're University. like, you know, they're, they're, they're scared that the healthcare workers... Now, I get you're not vaccine. Uh, you don't want to get a vac- your anti-vaccination, but even the protests... Stupid I don't, idiots. I, well, whatever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but remember, the, remember they were protesting, was it a few months ago or was it early in the uh, last year where they were in front of the hospitals again? Yeah, the va- hospital stuff really irked me. Like, look, what's, what, I, uh, what's go in the, front of what, Queen's what, Park or something. No, but why? Why the hospitals? I don't, what's the What's the message there? The doctors are lying to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but when you and get to legit, where do you run? They're legit saying they're saying that the ICUs were not filled with uh, COVID patients. It's a myth. The numbers do not add up. Was their main? I thing. mean, uh, look, the you reality guys are pushing is, these numbers for money. Reality is, we live in a nation that gets taxed. Uh, the taxes are maybe not are mishandled or not used efficiently, uh, and our healthcare system suffers for it. And that's the protection kind of thought. It's not against 
No one's lying. What's the purpose of lying? You know. I mean, I feel like there's like governments lie all the time. Let's be real. Governments are always spitting their webs, yeah. and they they pick their sides, and they know what side is going to get them elected, and then they agree and push certain narratives that better them, right? Um, in terms of like, I don't know if it's really in terms of this, but like you see this hypocrisy all the time where some of these conservatives, when it was like the natives blockading roads and stuff, saying this is outrageous, we need to really put an end to this. You know, the pipeline must be built. There's no reason that this should stop us from doing business and all that. And it's disrupting certain people's way of lives. It's that arrest them this minute. And then a whole different voting block is doing what they condemned earlier. Now they're like, no, no, no. This is a peaceful protest. If there's ever been one, we need to rally around this. We really need to listen. And, you know, the way politicians change what they want and push what they want, depending on who their block is, I think, confuses and really like well, messes they're, with they're how people for their paycheck right yeah. they're just they're just they're just trying to stay in their power in the seat of power so but well, well does it work what? i mean the last thing was alluding to alluding to uh ananda on the face of conservative <laughs> uh conservatives Leaders. yeah yeah who who were like pushing and like really uh going with the, with this protest and it says it's going to be on down their face and, and uh, uh what, what ended up happening guys i mean there are no tool voted out by his party yeah Se- how great is the reform seven, act 79 79 that's crazy out of 114 or something whatever the number was it was a pretty it was 45 or what i saw it, but more yeah. or less yeah, yeah it was yeah, an insane was- number he had no real it was he lost the full confidence of you know, most people there. It's insane. Have you guys, did you guys know about the Reform Act within parties? Only the conservatives have it. Only the conservatives have it. Is it the first time it's been used? I think so, yeah. That's crazy. It was uh, just brought into policy during their last, last uh, policy convention, their last convention or something, or one prior. So so is it? But they're the only party that's adopted it. Is he too centrist? Is that the idea? Like, what's, why have they gone against him this party is so fractured all right this is my take on it this party is so fractured harper was a g he like gave everybody shit that and kept everybody in check they were actually everybody was under one tent in his day after he left um you know it was a free reign you actually have like these social conservatives and then you have more center-leaning conservatives and the party's completely fractured. They have no identity internally. And that's their biggest freaking issue. Uh, they don't know if they're going to be, you know, red Tories, essentially, or if they're going to be, you know, Bible thumping, anti-abortion. Uh, conversion therapy wanting. Conversion therapy guys, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's that Aaron O'Toole, you know, he's a lawyer. So obviously he's much smarter than you guys. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm gonna, I feel for the guy. I mean, he probably inherited this party and was like, I can probably bring everybody together, but he couldn't, he couldn't appease the far right of his party. And he tried to, I mean, there's reports coming out that, that what's her face, this lady that just took over Bergen. Yeah. Is that, I'm saying yeah, right? Bergen, okay, Bergen, yeah. Bergen, Bergen, yeah. Bergen. Uh, Bergen, the MP from uh, Manitoba. She was the one who was like pushing him to go and meet with the convoy. And like, that's her agenda. That's her side of the party. 
saying, you know, we gotta we gotta endorse these guys like so it's kind old of, stock Canadians. But, so like conservatives have always been this weird party, right? Because they've always been you have the progressive conservative is what they've kind of branded in uh you know the Canadian pro- Conservative Party of Canada and then in Ontario, the progressive, they really want to kind of hint at the progressiveness of the party because it's usually like the party fractures all the time. It used to be the reform and then it became thing. And then Harper kind of brought the reform side in with him and merged it under one banner. And like now we have like the PPC going opposite. And the PPC, it was Berjan, like the current leader. I should really learn how to say her name. Was it uh, whatever? I'm not, it's not worth my time to figure out her name. But her riding was one of the ones where the PPC had the greatest impact and stole the most votes, right? So trying to like wrap that and get that back, she's like, look, I need to be able to uh, politic and lobby from this thing. Because at the end of the day, it comes down not to what they really believe. It comes down to what will get her elected and keep her uh, paycheck week to week. So I think... from From a party standpoint, from a tactical standpoint, for them to lean right is not going to win them the election. But if, right? I mean, what's, what gets some funding from the Albertas and their core base that actually donates, right? So that's why. Yeah, when, but, uh, but I mean, like, okay, so if, if, let's let's say they do now get their funding and it starts to become, you know, they got to get back into the conversion therapy conversations and the abortion. Yeah, that hurts them. Like, the and they start doing that. I think they're going to lose a majority of Canadians. Hundred percent. They they lose you know, Ontario. And, and it's all, and then it becomes Justin's uh, election to lose again. You know, yep, he's already 100%. hated pretty much. But if he, if the, if his opposition is even worse, I mean, you know. Yeah, you know, the NDP votes will go to liberals because nobody yeah. wants to like get these. They don't want to risk a conservative yeah, party. Yeah. And here's the NDP, huge. Um, but no, that's the problem the conservatives have always had with identity, because you have the hard socons, the social conservatives, who want to you know, outlaw everything uh, that's not Christian and they want to be the God, they want to be God's party. And then you have like the more progressive conservatives who are more fiscally conservative and they're like, look, we need laws that best reflect businesses and sort that kind of stuff out. Um, so, and I think I mean, they've always like O'Toole, when he ran for leader, really tried to appeal to that SoCon base saying, I'm going to be for you guys. As opposed to McKay, who was kind of like, well, McKay's, you know, he's a progressive conservative. He's in it for the money. He's not in it for the social values and stuff. And then as soon as O'Toole won leadership, he's like switched it up saying, and in his uh, closing remarks, he said, look, if you want to get elected, you got to know what Canada wants, not just what yeah. the party wants. You got to move to the center. You got to move exactly to the center. Right. if you." And so I think the conservative party right now is very much in charge and wants to be very right. And like you said, I think that's going to bite them in the ass in a ways that. You know what they, they need it though, to, to grow up, to figure out what they, the hell they are. They need this, like. They need to pull up the team. They need this. They need to rebuild. Or it's like Nasa, right? right? Destroy and rebuild. They got to burn it down. Like the SoCons <laughs> need to lose so bad that they realize. That they're, okay, we're now back to the that party. They're relics. They got to bring back Harper as a coach and uh, rebuild. Well, that's, what that's another thing about party politics that people don't realize is Harper hasn't really left the party. Harper's always tried to keep his hand in the party, and if he's losing grip of it, he's going to try pull it, pushing his people to. Like, there's this backhanded manipulation going on in all parties, not just the conservatives. The NDP have it, the liberals have had it. 
where there's but, like these uh, old stock leaders who want to control and their camps want to maintain control over who's in power and who can lead the party, right? So there's a lot of that that goes on. Who do you guys think? Who, who, has, who do you think is their leader? Who has a shot? Like that Pierre I, guy I, I is... Uh... Don't know. I, I think everybody has Pierre. Um, I'd like to see Patrick Brown someday be the leader, but I would... If I was in his ear, I would tell him, yo, skip this, this next election. Out. Yeah, let this, let this party self-destruct and then go in. You you come you know, in as the you, new face to rebuild. Yeah, to rebuild. You know, you know their fee to actually uh, run is like crazy expensive. Do you know how much it is? How much do you think it is? Uh, 50 or 100. 50 or 100. Uh, 300K to into the yeah. race. Holy I shit. mean, a lot of it's, it's going so to buy your side, right? Like you're not no, personally well, putting saying, that up. They're saying it's the barrier to entry. So a lot of these guys that yeah. are talking that are going to acting like they are going to be the leader, they won't get there because they just can't even pay the fee. So, I mean, like, the same rich, goes for the McKay's candidates, a lawyer. Right? Sorry? Yeah. I mean, it, like, uh, to be a candidate for the Conservative Party, I think it was 25000 that you had to put in just to be a wow. candidate, even if you were... That's a candidate to run, not to be, but to, like... And I, uh, I, yeah. I, and the I way it's done is, like, on, you got to uh, fundraise it. And it gets was, very, like, uh, slimy sometimes as to how they try to, like, push it yeah, like so you know, how i'm gonna give you the donations this, or whatever i was listening to this talk show um uh, talk to 10 or whatever and they were saying they had some guests on he was essentially saying that this election is more for like the advisors and the people in the background because they're all going to get paid right yeah. so every time you have a leadership thing all the consultants are all getting paid money for like yeah, six months 100%. of work so it, the, the election is really for them right like they're in the ears of all these mps saying yeah 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 Vote them out, vote them you out, vote them out, because a lot of money to be made now, right? It's another race. Yeah, Otherwise, enough. they'd be sitting around doing nothing. So everybody, everyone's trying to get paid. It's all a game. But like right? that 300000 a lot of it's like, how do you have a network that can hook you up with 300000 And if you don't, you don't belong at the party lead. Yeah. I'm sure it has to be, I'm sure it has to be personal, though. It can't, it can't be donations. Oh, for no, sure, no. donations, man. It's all yeah. donations. Yeah. It's all, okay. no, no uh, politician is... They spend very little out of their own pocket when they can avoid it. You know, Pierre's a never good done anything else. You know, Pierre's never done anything else. That's my. I didn't realize that. I he learned literally he, has been he in was politics. One of the MPs. He doesn't do nothing. Yeah. The man, the way this man talks, like I, I look, his speaking ability is, is, is good. He's a great but the orator. Confidence he ha- no, the way he, the way, yeah, the way he speaks is like he knows everything. I'm like, yo, you, this guy's never worked any other job. This is all he's ever done. You know, I what mean, do that's you know true about? for a few politicians. Yeah, I know, but still, the, it's just the way the, the way you start to believe him. Yeah, you're like this guy. Must like, I'm not trying everything. to bash Jigmeet here, but Jigmeet wasn't a lawyer for very long, right? Before he became a politician, he was a very young politician too. Yeah, but he went through. He did something. He became a lawyer. Like in my head, like that's still, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes it's more hard work than winning election. And like, and like, kudos. How much past life experience that he had before he became PM. Like Sheer had the same makeup, thing. Right? He, he was a makeup artist. He was a makeup artist. <laughs> Let's not forget like Sheer that. Literally he's, a he's a and teacher. A, a, he's a makeup artist and a good one at that. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see his pictures? Yeah. Dude. I mean, Sheer was what? A, he was basically a Sheer clerk, was in a, a no, secretary? In, in a, no, no, he was company? in a shirt. He worked for one day. He put it on his resume and he was there for like a week or something like that. And yeah. he got called out. It's on another career politician, right? Like another career yeah. politician. They don't, we're, I think the era of having like a six-year-old who has like ran a company, Paul Martin ran a company before he got into politics, right? Like he had that Yeah, you gotta give it to thing, him, but he still, I mean, he still ran it, yeah. He still ran it. I don't know what Harper's background is, but again, he he's seemed like. He's an economist. Like, 
he just seemed Parker like he's an older fellow in Canada. He's had something behind him. Like we're done with the old old politicians you know, some, now. It's kind of just just like I, I just you know if a guy wants to be leader, I just want him to have something real life experience. I, that's just me personally. Like no, not not so much that he has to have the expertise, but he has the ability to make decisions outside of the spectrum of politics. If he's always mm-hmm. making decisions about his own seat, um, that scares me. Then, right? Like there has to be some decisions. To manipulate them. Yeah, well, this, decisions that, this, like like Trump would be one of those guys that always made decisions based on how he's going to look. There are decisions that are made that we don't see or we're not privy to uh, matters of defense. Yeah, I don't want someone who's you know kind of inexperienced of making a real decision. So yeah, all right, I'm not crazy but, about this trend that, especially in our community, man, of twenty uh, somethings uh, jumping into politics. Usually they lawyers. Finish... Usually, usually lawyers. I'm just. Let me just put that out there. Yeah, usually lawyers really like it. Usually lawyers, yeah. man. It's just... uh, they're much smarter than... Yeah, actually, to be honest, like... Uh, I think I'm done with it, lawyers it, and things. I know, yeah, man. I'm done with lawyers see. being politicians. Too. I want let, let, let these fuckers work. Like, come to private <laughs> practice, okay? And and do it for 10, 15 years and then go into politics. But, yo, did you guys see the O'Toole thing coming? Because I know, Rand, you alluded to, like, another phase. I didn't think O'Toole would be voted out this early. I thought the party... Would want to like, no man. They they prison shanked him, man. That's what they did. They shanked him in the yard, right to his face. It was very <laughs> Julius Caesar. Yeah, Brutus, not to the back, but to his face. You know, so Listen, it's, uh... <laughs> it's an unforgiving profession. That way. I, it's it was so obvious that anybody who puts their eggs in, in the same basket as these protesters, which like call it what it is, I, I I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. They're a they're, Say it, um, they're fudus. extremists and they're fudus, okay? They're, and it's not just the organizers and the people in there. It's like, it is what it is. Um, they're a bunch of nationalists that believe in old stock Canadians. If you're going to put yourself in that camp, as a politician, you're going to put yourself in a very tight corner. And how do you, how do you walk out of that? You either embrace it, go down with the ship, or you realize it's really fucked up and then you need to jump ship. And as soon as you jump ship, you, you're going to get d- destroyed. Either way, it's a losing situation. So, I mean, the best thing to do is like pull a, a Douglar and be quiet about it. Like Douglar doesn't say anything about <laughs> it, right? Hey, he, does, he doesn't <laughs> condemn him. He doesn't stroke them off either, right? He's just all quiet. No, he didn't. Well, that, uh, Harper, no, Harper, Harper was a master of that too. Remember Harper was like, you know, we're talking about how Harper was calm thing. He had the terrorist hotline going at the same yeah. time. And, yeah. You know, if you think about it, it's not like he, you know, we didn't call him and say, oh, he's racist, he's this and that. But I mean, Harper he did was, it in the cop band too, right? That was, yeah, that was but the cop really he did him it, at right? the end. No, but that, that was the one that everyone was like, hold up, hold up. This I don't know. I think people were here. just sick of him, man. I just think people were just at that time. Him. I think that was one of the yeah. big things that kind of brought Harper down. Um, but do you think it was the right move? Like, do you think the party needed to take out O'Toole? I think or... it's another case of conservatives shooting themselves in the foot. What, you know what? And I, then... I really want to be a conservative. Like, I generally, like, when I think about what they're actually... Like, man, that actually... The older I get, that sounds like me. But that's like, man, look at the representation. It's just like, no. That's kind of where I get all the time. I have so many values, especially financially, which I'm like, you know... Yes. I agree with conservative policies a lot of times. But then you guys put me in the same boat as like the Candace Malcolms and the Doc Corgis and, you know, the Ezra Levants. And then I'm like, <laughs> do I really want to be in the but same? What ha- well, here's like, the question. What happens, if, what, if, 
what if uh, the Liberal Party now starts leaning even more left? What happens then? You know, they don't need I, to. They always have NDP out there. They won't do that. I, I don't know, man. Some of the policy is just like, what are you doing, right? Like it's like, like I, I honestly think centered, the Liberal Party doesn't centered. understand stuff. So I'm, I'm always confused. Like I always wanted to vote conservative, and every time, right before the election gets called, or you know, the vote date, date of vote happens, they just like shoot themselves and say, "Don't vote for me." Like they put a big banner, "Don't vote for us," and I'm like, "Oh man, you idiots! You guys were doing so good up until this." And honestly, I don't know if this is a negative way of spinning it. The last few times I've voted Jigmeet because I'm like, look, it appeases my conscience. I'm not voting uh, for like that white stock conservative, even if it's at my peril fiscally sometimes. And then at the same time, I'm like, well, honestly, I don't think he's going to win. So rather than burning a vote, at least it went somewhere protest positive. Vote. So you're, you're it's kind of a protest vote. vote. Yeah. To a degree. That's exactly yeah, what it is. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and I think the NDP should capture more of them. I think the NDP should just straight be yeah, like, "We'll be your protest vote." <laughs> yeah, just give us your protest votes. And I don't say that to disparage anyone, but that's kind of where it comes because a lot of times I don't really agree with much of their policies. Like, there's certain things I do think, like dental insurance, everyone should get. But I don't like the liberals, and I have a hard time voting for conservatives. So, by process of elimination, I guess you guys get this vote. Yeah, well, the block for the block. I mean, the blocks not even on our ballots. Yeah, if the they were. <laughs> they have, they have, best, Let's just they have you guys in. best federal leader as far as charisma. And no, that guy's like, too much, man. No, oh, that man. Guy. <laughs> he, is, he is so good. Do you see him in the last debate? Just for the yeah, yeah. He, was he, the so best, good. he doesn't give a shit. That's the best thing about him. It's, it's goes, I mean, he doesn't need to give a shit. The best thing he's talking about Canada. They're talking about Canada. He goes, well, I don't care about Canada. I'm talking about Quebec. I'm going to talk to Quebec right now. Yeah. Like, this guy's a G, right? But at yeah, the same no, time, you're kind of like... I would love him like, to be my leader if he was just not so cracked out. I think <laughs> Punjabi <laughs> leaders need to take a page out of his book, though. I yeah. think all Punjabi like, leaders, yeah. yeah. like, screw you. We only care about Punjab. <laughs> well, you know, if if uh, there was a leader who had his, I guess, uh, cavalier uh, approach to things... I think he'd be endearing to a lot of people, man. I He's mean, so cavalier. I mean, okay. I, I, I Trudeau, Trudeau, that. Trudeau, with the black Trudeau face, just, with Trudeau the black so face thing. Punjabis don't understand. Punjabis don't understand, it, it, it don't understand how that's racist. Okay. You know why they don't understand yeah. it's not racist? Because in our own movies, everyone's still doing the same thing. We do that shit as normal. We do that <laughs> in our own movies. So why? If he owned it. If he owned it, it was like, yo, that wasn't racist. I don't understand then. how it's more of a big deal sometimes, but I honestly just can't stand. I've never been able to stand Trudeau. Even the first election he ran, and I was helping out on a liberal campaign, I was watching the debates. I'm like, why do we have this? Like, I'm not trying to. He just like stumbled and stuttered and didn't. He couldn't he gets, put a coherent thought together. He gets, a, he gets a, a, a pass in our consciousness because of his father, right? We assume because yeah. he has He's gonna the. Do the, the well, the no, more he's name, governed, the less I think automat- he knows about life. Well, everybody calls him a drama teacher, right? So that's their always way. Like it's so, I wonder if that bugs him. Like, you think it bugs him when people call him a drama teacher? No, like, well, man, he's the, he's the Prime Minister of Canada. Why would it bug him? Like, yeah, he, he does have chops, okay? Like, uh, he was on a university debate team. That's not easy to do. He, I, he wasn't I agree. Maybe he's high intelligent. I just never liked the guy. From, like... I'm trying to make sure that I'm not like stepping over myself. Like, was there a time that I kind of, you know, blew hot air up his ass? 
And there probably was to a degree, but yeah, like against I'm Hartford, near, like Powerade Center for that huge rally. No, I didn't go to that. I avoided most rallies. If I was at a rally, I was outside because they were too crowded inside. Yeah, I think we were all there. <laughs> I was I was mostly an outside rally guy just to make sure that as an organizer, but I never got it. I never, I hate confined spaces, so I always avoided going inside. I think, I think when And they'd always, con- they'd make them so tight. They're like, look, this, we could do this in a four, four room hall, but we're going to stuff everyone in a one room thing just so that it looks like it's more packed. Pre-COVID, oh, geez, man. Pre-COVID. Those were the days. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's where I get divided, right? Especially with these protests is I'm, I think a lot of the policies that we've had governments put in place are overreach. I think they're not grounded in science sometimes. And I think they're just kind of doing something for the sake of doing something like shutting down gyms. Gyms were not a hotbed of like spreading COVID, especially once you had the passport in, in place, right? Like, why do we have the passport and now we're limiting who can go, like closing the gyms down with the passport or going to restaurants with the passport? Um, well, I think it's just, I just think it's spots where there's a higher rate of infection. Yeah. Look, possibility. look, I'm not like, let's just take it as that. You're, you're stat, you're on a treadmill breathing, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, everyone's key. vaccinated while they're in and this last but they're not going to wear masks. Uh, when, when hospital admissions were so high, People didn't need to go to the hospital, but they felt COVID symptoms and they're tripping out that I'm going to have, you know, chest problems and a tube. They all showed up to the hospital. So it wasn't because everybody's like, oh, fuck, like COVID is really bad and we need to lock things down to stop the transmission. It's the hospitals can't yeah, no, can't they, handle non-COVID cases. They're losing capacity. How do we stop you know, that? I get the capacity stop thing. I just feel like the, there wasn't the evidence that gyms or uh, – eating out were the places where people were really spreading and, you know, moving this thing around. I felt like that part was a very broad was, stroke. I, I, I think, I think my view of that is just shutting down places where people can congregate at a large yeah. number. Gyms, banquet halls, parties, concerts. Yeah. From yeah. a simplistic, doesn't that make sense? Like you have too many people. I mean, but I felt like they were just trying to go, but at the same time, how do gyms make money? How do, you know, like, I don't know. I just felt like they took a really broad hammer when they've had so much time to make this thing even more fine-tuned. Shutting these things down without giving a financial support is a legit criticism. But shutting them down in itself is is not a fair criticism. They had to do something uh, on the disease side, right? So, fuck, like, they shut them down. They should have given financial support. Then the world is hunky-dory. But... um, you no, can't the say they were wrong to do it. There's even on a political level. Well, I'm thinking for them not doing anything. Are... For them not doing anything, they would have looked stupid, and would have you know pissed off everybody just as bad if they. But you're gonna get that the, again. The if rates, you do that every time the numbers start going up, you have to like shut everything down. I feel like not that we need. We do need to learn to live with it. I think a lot of jurisdictions are now saying that that much very clearly. Like, look, this isn't going away. We're gonna have to find other ways to live with this other than just shutting everything down. Um, but the whole of, we have now have a vaccine passport and we're shutting this down. It's kind of like, well, then why do we need the vaccine passport? And if vaccines aren't really slowing the hospital stuff down, why are we doing both? But they are. But the vaccines are stopping the risk of se- the severity of infection. Severe, they, are. So they are. No, I agree. But then yeah. why? So why if, you're, if you're not severe, you're not going to end up in the hospital, thing, right? 
Yeah, so you're not going to end up in hospital. But now yeah. if you're not going to end up in hospital, why shut down the gyms and the restaurants, which only allow vaccinated people to come in? Yeah, because at oh, the time they shut mean, down okay. the hospitals you know and the mean? restaurants, people were showing up to the hospitals in the thousands. Each but day. not the vaccinated. I don't know. So that's where I start getting really, hmm. I, feel I mean, like I'm not, not, I don't go to the gym, so I could care less. So when <laughs> I hear all these gym, gym, gym bros, gym bros up, are crying. I was to the gym. I was giving, going to the gym prior like, to that, and then they cut it, and I was like, well, I guess now I'm not going to the gym, and I haven't been able to go back to the gym since, because they opened this week, and I'm like, honestly, I'm just not motivated no more. You guys ruined my rhythm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's unfortunate for but the yeah. business owners. Uh, for the business standpoint, yeah, I completely agree. It's um, They need the support. Uh, they're obviously And they're not giving that full support. Like, and how do you like... But, I mean, we're, we're having an issue now of, be. like, I, I think there's, like, you know, as they say, too many chefs in the kitchen. Public health has to have their mandates. Uh, it should be one thing. They're not consistent. That's another thing. Every city another, or locality. Yeah. yeah, they're all different, right? Like, for example, when I go to one office, I have a certain set of rules and the other office, I have another. It's so weird. Um, so I agree with you there. It's once again, it's communication, uh, planning, which they're obviously very poor at. But the actual action of reducing spread and uh, reducing areas where people congregate, mm-hmm. I have no issues with that. Yeah, like uh, there's we've we had two years to deal with COVID, and over that two years, there's one message that was consistently clear by every expert with the brain cell uh, that we need more doctors and nurses. Are like the beds to fuck fuck all? What what the beds? The beds don't do shit. They don't treat you. It's the doctors and nurses that treat you, right? Mm-hmm. We need more manpower. What do we do? There we haven't hired more. We haven't trained more. It's the same old shit. And while, you know, largely the the blame is on a provincial government because they're the one who run the healthcare in, in Ontario. I mean, the feds, if they didn't, you know, care about political optics or whatnot, they could have overstepped and pushed the province to do stuff. They could have opened up immigration streams to attract, you know, medical talent. There's things they could have done within their sphere of power. But everybody kind of fucking dropped the ball on this. And nobody this wants, COVID... Nobody wants to- but nobody wants to pay for it. That's the thing. That's right? the no thing. one wants no to take that. No one wants it. to pay. And honestly, the general person protesting does not want to pay the tax either, right? And, yeah. and, and if you see the real cost of healthcare, and you actually start sitting there figuring out, well, oh, you know, I was here. Oh, doctors are paid too much, and this is paid too much. I'm like, then break down the cost and see how much it really costs. And yes, there is a lot of money that's wasted. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. But you're not going to get a better healthcare system by not paying. Um, staff hiring more people improving the hospital itself um and then you wonder why in things like a pandemic we're working to save the hospital i mean they need to invest in it the reality is it costs a lot of money and i don't think a lot of people are ready to foot that bill uh, or don't most people don't understand what that means i mean look at our thing for example you know um optometrists have been uh, fighting uh, or they went on strike for three months for a raise after 30 years um and I had people saying I was selfish during that time. So how 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 do you how do you You guys were on strike? I didn't even know that. Yeah, three months. Three months we went on strike for OHIP, you know. And Ooh, did uh, you pick it? Did you pick it? No, no. Some some people protested in front of Queen's Park. Actually, I remember hearing about uh, this. I remember actually hearing Yeah, about but this. we were uh, we were declining services, right? So um, essentially OHIP uh, does not allow you to um, charge if someone is eligible under OHIP and that rate has not changed since the eighties. So yeah, it's the same rate, this. right? So if you 
think of things like inflation, cost of living, and then when you ask for it, it's not just this government. Remember, it's been so many governments that have dropped the ball. So we're a very small um, amount of the entire, I think it's like point something percent of the total uh, health budget. And they're not willing to change that. Like they're fighting us to the end of that. So you can imagine, you know, getting things like hiring more doctors, paying for stuff. It's just, it's not Crazy surprising. how like nurses, though, not they're, they're not yeah. getting, uh, yeah, you know, 100%. these raises, but every other EMS services. They just, um, reality is, I mean, there's certain things that you need more of, uh, and they need to fix the system. I think a lot of administration costs are too high in hospitals. You can streamline a lot more of it, take examples from other parts of the world. Uh, I mean, lots can be done, but nobody wants to pay for it. It always comes down to money, right? So it's the sad so, so we have these protests going on. Do you see a end in sight? Yeah, they're going to get cold and go home. Like how long? Uh, you think they're, they're not going to be out there for months? Like, I mean, uh, I feel like the mandates are changing anyways, but slowly. But I think but what the are, lawsuits what that these guys are feeling now, the lawsuits that are coming down, like they got charged. Every trucker, there's like a class action from the city, like oh, wow. residents of the city. I didn't city. know about that. For ten million dollars, it... it just happened tonight. Yeah, and I, I saw. GoFundMe canceled their. GoFundMe yeah, canceled go their. Uh, yeah. So now these, and they're holding the actual like owners of the truckers. They all of them liable, in the lawsuit. Great. Sue everybody. So, Hire is, me. Is, <laughs> that doesn't move people to like. What a lawyer. Go home. He's, at least we oh. know who's making money. It's not the healthcare workers. It's damn lawyers. Hell yeah. I yeah. think they identified uh, 60, 60 people. Who are collectively being individually sued under like this ten million dollar lawsuit? I mean, I, you're protesting, but what's the point of honking the horns all night long and block? Like, what do you, what are they? I mean, I, I, and and they're they're like they're coming to Toronto now, and now they're saying they're going to block healthcare services. I mean, like, wait, why farmers protest set up farmers protest set up a health clinic, and these guys are these guys are stopping those kind of services, right? Like, what's the point? I don't understand. What's the end game here? He's not going to change anything. And we're just talking about these guys facing lawsuits. The indigenous people who have protested there before, they got criminal records. <laughs> they got charged. So these guys have it pretty soft, to be honest, if it's just a civil claim against them right now. Boo fucking who. Another thing, right? Like, why were we so quick and able to, like, end all these other types of blockades, like when the Tamils jumped on the 401 that one time? Or... Uh, Gardner, on the Gardner. 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 And then... Uh, you know, the Aboriginals with their uh, blockades, various blockades for pipelines or things like they got they got shut down pretty hard. The conservatives MPs were pretty vocal in making sure the police acted and moved and had the power to do so. But this one's been I feel like there's a little of a double standard here. There always is, man. There, no, there always so obvious. is. This is like the prejudice of the. Your skin. If this there. doesn't scream the whole. This is not. If this is not I don't know what does. Yeah, exactly. But what's and, messed up is they're they're not like aren't they protesting on the Alberta border as well? Yeah, and like the, now those those laws are getting like isn't that like an issue? Like you're fighting that. Their whole intention is oh you know goods are going to be stalled and you know the truckers are now they're hurting their own industry like those other guys are just sitting on the other side unable to get through. Yeah, well, a bunch of those government government truckers apparently did have. Those Punjabi truckers apparently did get through. Uh, they just had to go th on, through a different border. Yeah, um, yeah, but they, should, but they, should, but they shouldn't, they have, shouldn't to. have had to. They shouldn't <laughs> have had to. I agree. Um, I just wanted to put that there, just for 
It's actually funny this morning as I was leaving for work. I saw Alberta ranchers are tripping out because they can't get their beef across the border. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, they, they got to go, uh, go yellow, Yellowstone style, Yellowstone, man. That Yellowstone, shit. <laughs> grab those shotguns. <laughs> I mean, eventually, I think it just comes down to it, man. But I, I, I want to get off this topic real quick. No, I want to. I want to just post this. Pose this one right. question to you guys. All right, go for it. A lot has been said about uh, these protesters. That fine. There might be a few of them that are extremists, but we shouldn't demonize the rest of them. What they're doing is right, and they're they're protesting against the government overreach. So, in principle, they're sound. Okay, I That's agree with the I, principle, but let me let me put it you this way: if let me take away white supremacist, old stock Canadian extremist, whites, you know, extreme right, and let me say mm-hmm. it's a Shiv Sena protest with Modi supporters protesting against the mandates do you uh, as a representative sick home say six for this protest <laughs> no why 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 is that bad? don't why is it because bad because modi and the bjp oh. and shiv Sena. Oh, well, we can't we can't align we can't align with shiv Sena if, if our no temporary i know there's well, look there's gonna be sick in india who do that's why <laughs> the bjp Kali alliance you know right? got to I where mean, it was yeah, I mean, who cares? What could it be Gandhi's family, uh, you know, that's uh, leading this protest? If if the principle is right, we should support it. But I mean, that's exactly the oh, exactly. argument that so sticks in India to, make. That's my answer to everybody no, see, who who goes on to say, "Who cares? Let's ignore the extremists." No, if this is what you're okay with, and you're okay with, you know. Uh, turning a blind eye to the people who are pushing this protest and what their agenda is, then you're complicit. You're complicit with what they believe in, and you're just as guilty of you know what they are. It's 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 all bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Okay, my money, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> I but always wonder. Time, what's... Sticks in India. I always wonder. They constantly make uh, these exceptions when they vote Congress or when they voted uh, Kali BJP Alliance or. Like they're constantly making these mental. That's, uh, that's that's just politics, and that's exactly what this is here. No, I just I don't know what the, you know those guys carrying like the Nazi flags. I always wonder what's in their Cheerios in the morning. Seriously, like you got up in the morning thinking that would be a good idea. I'm gonna take this. But Nazi sometimes flag. you gotta like, there's like that argument. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what were you, What did you think was gonna happen? Like, no, but there's also like meth, that. Robbie, <laughs> what do you think, huh? meth? When you take yeah, meth, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, the fruit loops sprinkle with crystal meth, probably. But like, yeah, you yeah, know, when some people were saying, like, "Yo, if you, you're not confronting these elements in your protest, you're condoning them." Uh, yeah. But what about the fact that what if those, you know, parties, the Nazi flag wearers and stuff, they've been inserted into these protests, trying to get people to confront them so they can be like, "Look, these protests are violent." That's it. Like they're trying to. They're trying to. I don't know if it's sinful because you, know, you know. Let me bring that up. Look, I mean, policing we, we and protest stuff that happened. The G eight that happened. That yeah, was, yeah, was like, documented that that was happening, right? Well, like police Antifa were and all that. with Antifa and like the way police would have people in the crowds, kind of leading on a bit of a thing, giving opening up ruckus that the police would then be like, "Oh, we had to come in and crack down because you know there's ruckus." I, look, things like that happen. I just don't think they happen as often. I mean, they, I think they happen pretty often in protests, like during maybe. the BLM stuff. If police were doing that, it was documented that they were doing it pretty regularly. I could see them doing it just as easily in one of these protests because it gives them a way to move in. I mean, look what they did to the Terry Fox statue. Like, they didn't do know, much. 
They didn't do they much. Hung the, the, the flag was hung up fine. upside down. Oh, okay, fine, never mind. The Terry Fox thing was pretty soft, but what about the homeless it shelter in the market? What about the homeless shelter in the market? <laughs> They're stealing food they? from homeless people. No way. I didn't <laughs> hear about this. Food from homeless no. Dude, they anywhere. stole food from the homeless shelter. <laughs> that was pretty tight. Wow. Truck drivers, man. I'm telling you. I told you They're on the last truck podcast. Drivers. They're not truck drivers. You guys drivers. couldn't hear my voice because <laughs> the audio, but I'm here to tell the public. <laughs> truck drivers, man. Truck drivers. That's all I got to say. I'm going to <laughs> no, no. Truckers are nice guys, all right? They're all vaccinated. Are they? How many trucks are there? 60. How many? No, no. that's it? The protest? In the protest, yeah. They tried to say it was 5,000, but the actual number that hung around the actual protest, they've counted them. It's 60 and, are being named in the civil suit. And is that the same 60 now coming to Toronto? No, new 60. Oh, it's, it's a new 60. Ooh. Or it's a new number. I don't know what if it's sixty. I don't know what the number is. Bit crazy if like the like the people in condos and around Toronto just get fucking pissed off and just start you know what's the jokes is they could like, or they could just start throwing things down from their <laughs> throwing shit at the, the truckers. <laughs> you know what's crazy yeah. is we went from celebrating like all our hardworking truckers and nurses and doctors at the beginning of this to everyone hating the doctors, everyone hating the truckers. Basically, we found a way to hate frontline uh, workers. It's all these people at work at home. It's all you guys. Yeah, we started this. We're like, celebrate us. Life's life's so hard. Life's so hard with Zoom. I love working from home. I never want this to go away. That's why. You're going to be in the metaverse, man. You're going to be stuck. I love... I I make an effort to touch grass whenever I can, but working from home is so good. I'll never understand people who want to go into an office again. Yeah. Ranji. You guys are missing out. I want to quickly move on. We went from one dark topic. I just want to... We even want to talk about the daily rape thing because I think I think let's just touch on it. it's wrong. It's fucked up. How messed up! Like when I read the story, I was like, "Holy shit, it's fucked up." This is so dark, oh, I, so evil. I have actually have like a fourteen-year-old kid in it. Wait, wait, are you really surprised? Let's let's yeah. just talk about the context of India, the constant bus rapes you've heard about, and all the shit that already goes on. Are we really surprised, or do we always give that country a pass? We give it a pass, but at the same time, that was pretty messed up. Like the scenario around it, the girl rejected advances from a married, from like this young kid while she was married, and he committed suicide in light of it. And the fam, her, the his family's response is, "Well, you're a hoe." Maybe, maybe they're like she let him on, or that's what the angle that they're peddling or some shit like that. Who knows? But they're fucking cracked out. Um, I love the sick response to it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty badass. No, like, I see Badala Lana. Badala, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, look, at the end of the... You've, you've had so many of these kind of... I'm not saying, are you surprised? I mean, we have more insight to the story, but, like, are we really surprised? You know, a country where this happens. We all know this happens, but it's very sad uh, when it gets described in the fashion that it was, and it's it's shocking all over again. I, so, I just I just think that country needs to take a real hard look at itself and say we're not that great. The, we? the worst thing, the worst thing I, I, I read on Twitter was someone compared the 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 amount of rapes uh, as per capita compared to New York, and they say, well, we're better than New York. And I'm like, the fact that you're just justifying one or saying, oh, really? you know, it just happened. No way, they're common. like comparable. No, it's not even that they're comparable. The fact that you're just justifying it. It's like, you need to take a hard look. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm not really? shocked. So, because uh, I, I, it's keep, what I think of the country. 
So people in that country and that will read the news and will be sick of, you know, seeing what happened. This is what they're probably thinking. All these, you know, rapes, all these horrible stories, the perpetrators that are doing it are not, you know, from Jangekarde Munde and shit like that. They're all, you know, of broke ass, uh, you know, people of a lower socioeconomic uh, end. And, and they are, you know, a lot of them um, migrants to Delhi. They live in these colonies of like, low class workers who come from outside and they're not from there, you know. Um, they don't own them. Those Delhi people probably be like, yo, these are not our mans. These guys came from like fucking Bihar or some shit and settled in this colony and they're fucked up. Um, so they'll they'll attribute this to people of like no education and, and there's like yo, it's happening in the ghetto. Yeah. It's happening in the ghetto, they're dumbasses. Um you know, this is what they're fucking planted. Jungalia, right? That's what they're gonna think, and this yeah, is what they I do. Yeah, but I mean, that's. But I mean, that's a. I would say, would that be more of a perspective of maybe of a richer woman, because a lot of the rapes, or I mean, I'm not gonna quote a fact for this. I wouldn't be surprised if it was usually a person from a higher class raping a person of lower class, and that happens a lot more uh, because we probably don't hear about it. I mean, that that power dynamic is there. Um, so yeah, they're they're gonna blame this on a lower caste, so they're not educated, this and that. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the I don't think the frequency of rape is um, or the uh, the presence of the act only is subsect to that section of the population. I think it's happens a lot more frequently in the richer classes. They just they think they're invincible, and that's oh that's for sure. The problem. I don't right, know, I'm talking about the, the bus one, this one, like these big, huge Yeah, things. yeah, like, or even like even the politicians that do it and now they're getting caught up in it. Look, it, it, it's sad, you know, when I heard that I have a daughter and I, you know, what else do you do? You have a sister, you think about that. But when I thought about where it was, I'm like, yeah, you know, I always laugh at like, where are all these Bollywood actors now? You know, they're always saying, oh, India's so great. This is, they were ready to stand up for Black Lives Matter putting it on twitter uh where are they you know it's, this they're like yo if this a, doesn't have the social conscious of the mainstream international yeah. thing yet we don't have to do it's not worth it. it exactly right it is no it's yeah, not it's making more of a pr move the pr hasn't and isn't doesn't justify need, them needing to say anything they also can't say shit because they get taxed really hard if they piss off modi right so well that too but if you even if on that day you went onto the major websites uh of all the newspapers it was hard to find this news it wasn't there on but the apparently front. this news is old news no might have been this old, but it's, old it, news that kind of came into the diaspora's diaspora but if it if it was a few weeks old you'd still have a bunch of articles on it right so if it had imagine this happened here like apparently there was Something. no coverage about it until yeah like some social media accounts really jumped on it and then social media ran with it then that forced the papers to like Look into what what happened. Hold on, it's like because just, these I'm dumbasses were posting it, their videos on Instagram and stuff that people caught it's it. Also, India, man, there's yeah. a numbers game of a country yeah. of a yeah. billion. If a bus crashed there, it killed thirty people. Who gives no a shit? That's notice. a Tuesday. In yeah. Canada, it would be a memorial for a decade. Yeah, and that's the uh, well, that's, that's, that's the unfortunate the truth of their country. But I mean, you know, it was crazy though. I don't know if you guys watched the video. If you watch the faces of the ladies. You know, men get yeah. a lot of blame. 
that those ladies had no remorse. I don't care who no. you are. If you were I mean, raised, ladies by are pretty a, bad with that, right? Like the mean girl. No, but if you I, what I, what I'm saying is, if you were raised in a certain way, um, hmm. you know, you have morals, you have remorse. If you that was sheer evil. Like I was watching that, I was yeah. like, wow. Like there's no, and the, even the 14 year old, they're laughing. People on the street are laughing. I'm like, there's no humanity there, right? And that's taught. And yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's the worst thing. It's women. That, that was, that, saying, that was yeah. the more surprise. It was the, it was the women who were carrying this out. So I, I think, you know, even discussions at home, I'm saying it, that's, you know, we always talk about how bad males are. And yes, that's a given we're idiots and I'm not going to try to. It's a lack our, of empathy our, in that country. Yeah. Is, and, and the fact that women were the ones pushing the narrative, you know, with a lot of these uh, stereotypical norms that we have in Indian society. It's carried on by traditions through women. Um, so I think there's a, something to kind of look at there. And, and I don't know. I, for me, that was a mansplaining it, Robbie. Good job. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thanks for mansplaining it down to. Uh... I'm not mansplaining it. I'm just saying that uh, I think that we forget that uh, it's, just, it's everybody. Everyone's evil. Right? So <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I don't even know how to transition off, the, off this topic in any sensible way other than I'm not even going to go have this great transition here. Tom Brady retired this week. Someone who did a lot of things to a lot of people in the league and did a lot of careers. That's the transition. Um, Abuse to abuse. You know, someone who ended a lot of people's careers, prevented a lot of people from getting Super Bowls. How y'all feel about Tom Brady finally retiring? Is he going to come back? Is he going to do the... No, I mean, I'm I'm happy that he recognized that he was no longer good and he should exit the league. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I feel like he was still better top five. No, I don't think he was better than the Mahomes, the Allens, the Herberts. All these guys are really good. This huge new class of under 26 QBs that have at least You know, he barely, he, decade. Was, he was only out by a point during this decade. last run. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, won. I mean, it's really tough to play with a top five defense and an amazing, you know, offensive okay, arsenal. If, 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 you got to the Super Bowl, if you got to the Super Bowl, lost by one point. Do you think he gets to come back? He, no, what do you mean? He's just he like, I'm done training. No, in your mind, you're saying that he's already a subpar quarterback. If he makes it to the Super Bowl this year, let's say he wins mm-hmm. that game, wins the next championship game, is he then still in your mind now still a top-tier quarterback? Or was it because he lost in the first round? Honestly, just that you Brady haters need to take a step back and just recognize that yo, this dude did change the game. This dude won he has a lot to go. Because, because he had a great team and he went off their backs. And then he went to a different team and won with them. With the great Buccaneers. team, amazing team. What, I mean, it's what? a team game. Which quarterback won with a shitty team? Exactly, exactly. So you're saying exactly. quarterbacks in general a are great, overrated? A, yeah, like a great quarterback. Sorry, a, a decent quarterback or average quarterback can be carried by a great team. Happens no. in, all the time in that sport. All the time. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I think you guys give Brady too much flack. You guys have to just give him his flowers. I'm not a huge football guy, but no, no, I, 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 think flowers, no? I think he's one of the greatest. I don't have to cheer for him, but you gotta. I think he has to be the greatest. No, he is the greatest. He's gonna have one of the. I yeah. take that back. Radjit like, right stats now. wise, he won a lot. That's, that's <laughs> he won said. a lot. The one metric. Did he break like every record that there is? Yeah, <laughs> he won a lot. It's good, man. It's Just... good. Did <laughs> yeah, winning Canadian men's soccer? We haven't clinched yes. it yet. We still have like three more games. But yo, is, you think this is here to stay? Are, is Canada reached that point now that we're going to be a World Cup mm, resident? I think, no, I think we just have a good batch, a good um, 
uh, cohort right now, but I think the grassroots are there. I don't know one one kid right now that plays soccer that plays for like the city league. They're all playing in academies these days. There's so many mm-hmm. academies. So that means coaches have gone abroad, learned how to be proper coaches, understand the game, have come back and started academies uh, or have brought in talent from like Brazil, UK, um, you know, all these big soccer countries and had have coaches from there teaching kids. And that is itself in 20, 30 years from now is going to make us a soccer power. I was actually talking to someone uh, that you're familiar with and he's involved in coaching with uh, an academy here. I was asking him, like, look, my kid's four years old. He's going to be four years old come summer, I guess. What should I do? Is Timbit soccer still good enough? He's like, no, bro. Don't even. He's like, screw that. You got to put him in this one academy or that academy. He's He obviously said, come to our academy. And I was like, really? I thought Timbit soccer, you know, they're just chasing the ball anyways. Yeah, and he's like, funny. no, no, no. You got you to gotta get them started, right? He's like, we start with kids four years old, just grilling fundamentals and we're doing it the right way. Starts, uh, my kids start school tomorrow. Or sorry, soccer tomorrow. Really? Indoor? Indoor. Two and uh I got like two years old. I got ice skating tomorrow. I'm I'm kind of excited daughter, for that. My daughter my daughter did Timbit soccer this summer. You don't, was it? you don't love her, I guess. That's why you didn't put her in academy. Uh man, I, you know, money's hard to come by these days. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I mean, with the province not giving you guys that raise, uh, right yeah, you know, strike and hard times, hard times for us. But uh, no, no, it was just it's close by and it, it just exposure. See if she even likes it because I don't believe yeah. in forcing a kid to do something that they may not like. So, uh, but it was funny. It was You're funny doing it all wrong, because Robbie. it's not it's very it's not serious. To do everything. Sorry, and you got to live vicariously. Through. You're doing it all, all wrong. You got to be what pushing the. If you're not going pro in soccer, I don't want to love you anymore. Right now, you got to plant that seed right here. Yeah, you, you tell your kid, they know. I don't have a Look, retirement. <laughs> You're my retirement. <laughs> well, I, I think it's like it's like um, the way I see it. I mean, I hope that she picks a summer sport, a winter sport, and swimming. Like those are my three. Yeah. You know, kind of, and whatever it is within those, fine, so be it. But uh, yeah, the Timbit soccer. It wasn't that. It was. Um, Look, I mean, it's hard to keep their attention anyways, right? But uh, yeah, some of the coaches were good. I mean, I've played soccer. I don't think they did anything wrong. But, yeah, I, I do agree when the kid gets older, maybe understands the game a bit more, the subtleties. Uh, academy is fine uh, in terms of Canadian soccer in the future. I think it's a good start. Uh, I do think, I mean, years ago, we would talk about, uh, if we talk about genetic diversity in this country, uh, we have kids from all over the world, and they're going to bring those genetics. And eventually, through training programs, we are going to have a, a class of amazing athletes and amazing soccer players because we're represent. We are a world country, right? We're going to have every country represented uh, with our national team. Um, so I think the future is bright. How long? I'm going to say ten years. Right? Ten years. Where it's like you're, you're hearing players from here going all over the world, always Canadian national, Canadian national, and it, it's going to take time. But you know. The advantage we have we we so many different immigrants you know it's, our uh, team's like best three players or four players all imports like the yeah. all immigrants yeah all immigrants who, and, and all of them who, who feel like they owe the country a thank you by playing for it and what was the kids from brampton what's his name uh, it's a kid from brampton as well right there's, there's two. a few there's a few yeah brampton's on the map for, for soccer, soccer. Right thomas man put us there 
<laughs> I don't know if he's more known for his basketball stuff or for hooking up with the Kardashian. <laughs> I feel like it's the latter right now. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, kids in soccer, yeah. I mean, it's it's Timbit soccer. Fine, I agree with you. I, mean, I want a winter sport, a summer sport, and then swimming. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 just hard. To, honestly, I don't want to. I, I can't wanna, be one of those. I'm scared of hockey. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm dead scared of hockey. I kind of hope my. I kids mean, I'm don't not. I'm gonna hockey. put the kid through hockey and stuff. But like, if he wants it, football is the only one that I'm probably not gonna put him in. Yeah. Eight. Sorry, guys. Just wanted to step in. Eight players from Brampton on that men's national team. Wow, really? that's pretty crazy. That's pretty, yeah, because I know Osario and uh, I want to say pronounce the guy's name Boucher. No, Buchanan. Buchanan. Buchanan, Hutchinson, Miller. This late, I don't have anything Aaron. open in front of me. I'm just guessing. Yeah, Miller, Henry. But is it, I knew Boucher, I mean, getting into the World Cup is like our World Cup, isn't it? Just the fact yeah, that we're it? there. Uh, honestly, I'm watching those videos. I'm getting tingles. I'm like, man, this is. This is insane, yeah, how many Canadian flags are going to be on people's car? Are people still going to put their country flags on their car? No, is it going to be Canada? It's going to be Canada, Canada man. Are they going to have the Italian flag on the left no, and no, the Canadian you know flag what, on the right? You know what pissed me off is, yeah, fine. I can if you're of the heritage or nationality, fine. Like I get it, but the so the person who has like the Uruguay flag and the, you know, the the, the England flag or something that it makes no sense. Pick a fucking team. I mean, it might be a husband and wife combination, right? What if they're mixed? No, no, just pick a Why are you being racist? What if they're mixed? Both countries. No, no. You're just being a loser. Pick a fucking team. I really hope we win a game, though. Like, I want to get to the big show. Oh, I don't even care. I don't care. I want to see us win. I don't think we got to win the whole thing, but I want to see us, you know. It's like like Scotland. When Scotland wins anything in soccer, they know they're not going to win the final, but they're goddamn happy when they play. So it's like. I want to be like Iceland. Iceland, Iceland, yeah. I want to beat Iceland. And I want that same reaction. I want that thunderclap going because the thunderclap during TFC games was so much fun. Well, they brought up the uh, drum, didn't they, at the end of the Hamilton? They did it. Game. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, yeah the yeah, players yeah. were doing that. Was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, and I apparently, still, Iceland didn't it. even start it. Iceland made it big, but it was actually a Irish team that started it. The whole thing. Iceland. So. Iceland's actually a great blueprint for what Canada's doing. They're they're a small nation country who do, didn't have a big soccer program, and they made it to the World Cup. And they played this like deep block system where they would just like withstand wave after wave of defense and just counter and score a goal. They played such a truculent, like stingy one goal winner. Yes, they game. That was a British accent. And they, and went the they went pretty Cruculent. far. They went pretty far, dude. They played a truculent, assistant game. Mm, let's not let's go down that road. But <laughs> dude, they went pretty far. You never know, man, with soccer. And it's a great sport. Like, they'll. Upsets are so rampant in that game. It's you know so how crazy great. it would be is if we're celebrating a soccer win like we do hockey wins. I think that'd be pretty blessed. Is this uh, as long as we're not like the Jamaican bobsled team? That's all that matters. No, that's, I think that's... when this team goes to Qatar and comes back, there's going to be a huge reception at Pearson Airport. I mean, you mean Q- depending Q-tar? on you mean Q-tar, the right? mandates, right? I thought it was Q-tar. Qatar. Qatar, Qatar. 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 This guy's straight. I'm saying, I'm saying it like the soccer supporters are going to say it. We're going to Qatar, baby. Qatar, baby. I would. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm playing. It's going to be fun. I'm all, it's been fun soccer to watch, though. I don't really watch too much. I didn't really watch too many other qualifiers before this year. Like, just the occasional highlight. I'll watch some MLS. You, but... Well, you always thought we're going to lose. That's the. Like, you know. I mean, we lost to Haiti that one. 
No, but I always you have the assumption of World <laughs> Cup qualifying that Canada's not going to make it. <laughs> like there was always yeah. this, like they're playing. I'm still going to cheer for them, but the realist realization is. I honestly just it. want the Canadian men's basketball team to like nut up and do the same thing. I, now. <laughs> I think the soccer's I think the soccer's bigger than anything though. We we and have so many star huge. basketball players. The fact that we're not doing this in basketball is saddening. National stage wise, soccer will be huge. If they actually yeah, go no, there and put on a look, good show, I like soccer like enough a, that I'll enjoy watching the men's national team do it do it up. So I think that guys, pardon? So are you guys gonna watch the Olympics? Like the winter Olympics? I swear to God, I didn't even know Olympics was happening until like two days ago. Someone's like, I'm in China for the Olympics. I was like, what? There's an Olympics and it's in China? What the f-? should China be even hosting an Olympics right now? Yeah, I was playing the seriously. Huh? I was just so surprised that like the Olympics were happening. Players. Yeah, well, Canada said they're not sending. The NHL said it's not sending players. Well, fair enough. Yeah. You don't want to send them in this climate. You got, a, you got a lot of younger players, a lot of like uh, older players. It's it's a mix of the hodgepodge. I'll probably tune in, see what's going on in a few of like the popular events. But honestly, I did not know the Olympics were starting until two days ago. Still not all that into it. Once I start seeing some medal counts, maybe then I'll. What's, you know what's what? The sport? And I can't what's tell you guys cool. About uh, the Olympics, because they're happening in China, they're, and you know what China's like, it's their way or the highway. They've been doing some cool, pretty badass things. So um, there was uh, Taiwan that came in, and, and uh, they were introduced as like China's Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Hong yeah, Kong like- came in. Hong Kong came in right after, is Hong Kong, China, and then... The camera panned to the chairman of China, like clapping, and the Canadian broadcasters like, just FYI, like we don't have control of this. This is very much a state-sponsored broadcast, <laughs> and that was done deliberately. And uh, do you guys remember uh, India and China had uh, the skirmish in the Galwan region last year? Okay. Yeah. So the flag bearer for the Olympic Games was a soldier, a Chinese soldier who, you know, won for China, that skirmish. Um, and India protested um, of, you know, them having that soldier being um, the flag bearer that they said, we're not sending any diplomats to the opening ceremony. So what did China do? They banned the the any broadcast going to India from the Olympics. Wow. <laughs> we give a fuck, fuck India. One billion people, they said, fuck off. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I like that China kind of flexes that kind of shit when they can, just to remind people that we're still in charge here. Yeah, exactly. That's a All right, next book. week we'll talk more about the uh, Uregar. Is it Uregar or Uregar? Genocide. Yeah. yeah no, is it really happening? We'll get is it really up. happening? Dude, I'm reading a lot about how that's not even a genocide and it was a false thing by the CIA to defame China. Because there's not, like, the sources... Is, that originated that report don't like line up uh but western I, media all jumped on it because they want they're down to like i i've heard of that too that and like but, those other guys you know the guys that do that martial art that's really slow what do you call it tai tai chi tai chi it's you not really a martial that, art you know that group that say they're persecuted in china about it you're talking about okay. tibet, no, like tibet monks about no like the dalai lama no, no, no. There's, there's a group. There's another group that they say that they're persecuted. Apparently, that's all fake. Too. But who knows? There's nothing. It's hard to know what's coming. What's real about that country because of how the po- politics and the media spin here kind of run with it. 
but hey, we'll talk about that next week on Much Ado About Nothing. Be sure to drop comments. Let us know if we should be talking about anything, including Odegaard's genocide. Um, I don't know. You guys have any things that you want to like let the audience know? Uh, for the five of you who made it this far in the podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for giving us a... Yeah, I would have like, stopped after. like when, I, would have, I wouldn't even have made it halfway, I think. <laughs> Robbie just doesn't have that voice no more. He's got a better voice. At least he got a decent mic now. Oh, oh yo, Robbie, do me a real favor. Move your mic closer to your mouth, though. I'm just curious. told me to move it away at the start. Now you say move it back. No, because... Hello? Yes. yes. Yeah. That's better. Can you put it even closer? Like in? No, no not put in. Just like move it closer. <laughs> Hello? That's amazing. <laughs> that is so amazing. Why wasn't it there the whole time? Why don't you guys tell me? We could have modded this paused and uh I didn't went to take a break, but there we go. Now we know where your mic should be for next week. You also had a hum going on this whole time. I know how to fix well, that, did? so I didn't want to... Yeah, it's like this white noise. Is the furnace Brandon, behind Don't you me, hear it? I hear it. Is it my furnace? Like I'm, I'm kind of getting rid of it in post. I'm just saying it's there. I couldn't Is figure out what it was. No, it's just it might there. Be, it might be my furnace. No, no. Like, no. I'm going to de-hum it. I'm going to put a de-hummer. It sounds very electrical. Yeah. It's like, fair. check your cable. Can you, like, push Why is it, it USB cable, into bro? Your... Oh. I don't know. I just plugged the USB in. Yeah. That shouldn't be a USB swing. I don't know. There's something there. I don't know what it was. And I didn't know how to Hold troubleshoot on. it. That's why I didn't bring it up. Does this make it better or worse? Same. Oh, shit. All right. Next week, we're going to figure out Robbie's uh, connection even more. But we got, it's a step up. It's a step up. I mean, that Didn't was we already end the podcast? Like, we're still doing this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just wanted people to know that our audio will get better as we... Look, the last time we did the podcast, it took us about 10 episodes in before our audio cleaned up. Hopefully, we our, get to it. Our audio, he five. means me. Let's just be clear. Just you mean me. <laughs> I just mean generally. Like even my audio was kind of weird last episode. I was I had a lot of cuts from Craig, so hopefully my Randy's, was better uh, this week. Randy's Hi, not admitting Get out of here. Yeah, yeah Randy, Randy was the cleanest uh, mic, so we'll Don't figure this out. Me. Look, it's a learning process. Craig doesn't leave. Craig is here for life. All right, everyone. Peace. Let us know in the comments if there's anything you want us to talk about. Uh, you can do actually leave voicemails now. If you would hit that anchor thing, you can leave little voice notes. And if you leave some voice notes, we'll consider adding them. I don't know. Depends on what you say about us. Um, but yeah, but be sure to hit that follow button. Retweet our shit. Share it with other people in your networks. And we'll continue saying dumb things. Peace.